Welcome back, Vitamizers, to the How Do You Health podcast. I'm Allison with MSW Lounge here in Austin, Texas. We're super excited about this podcast this week. It is with the CEO and co-founder of PaleoFX. PaleoFX is the largest ancestral health gathering in the world, and it happens right here in Austin. And Michelle Norris is going to join us on the podcast today. But before we get into that, just a couple reminders. We are brought to you, as always, by MSW Lounge in Westlake Hills. Every time you come in as a first responder, if you are a first responder, just a reminder, you always get free B12 shots. And any client, any new client gets their first three B12 shots for free. Uh, MSW Lounge, the CEO of that is Jonathan Mendoza. He is the host of this podcast, and he created a vitamin and mineral and amino acid blend called Slenderella. Slenderella is another sponsor of this podcast. Slenderella was created to detox the liver, and when John started giving it to people, he realized that they were losing weight. When you clear the liver out of all the toxins we um, experience every day, you give it room to get rid of extra estrogen. Extra extra estrogen is what causes us to gain weight and hold on to that weight. And when you um, get rid of it, then your fat cells shrink. So getting a liver detox from Slenderella helps you lose weight, and that is why it has the name Slenderella. We are also brought to you by Flabs to Fitness, Inc. Flabs to Fitness, Inc. is a health and wellness brand that helps with content marketing as well as the production of this podcast. And um, it also has health coaching services such as 20-minute workouts you can do anywhere, nutrition coaching, lifestyle coaching, all that fun stuff. Um, So you can find them at www.flabs2fitness.com. That's F-L-A-B-S-T-O fitness.com. And last but not least, we are brought to you by one of our favorite places in Austin, Athletic Outcomes. Athletic Outcomes is Austin's boutique wellness studio focusing on functional fitness and sports recovery. Located in Southeast Austin, AO provides services such as personal training, group classes, pre- and postnatal training, nutrition coaching, massage therapy, chiropractic, recovery compression boots, and MSW lounge vitamin shots. It is your one-stop shop for health and fitness. Check them out on social media at Athletic Outcomes to stay up to date on their events and programs. All right, guys. Super great conversation with Michelle Norris, CEO and co-founder of PaleoFX, um, founding partner in ID Life Wellness. Um, she's great, super insightful, love talking to her, and uh, I think you guys are going to enjoy this too. Also, if you're in the Austin area, come by PaleoFX. MSW Lounge is going to be there. I'm going to put the link in the description of this podcast. You can grab a ticket. We have a discount code for Expo Passes as well as Premier and VIP. And if you're not in Austin, you can view the live stream. There's going to be a live stream of the keynote stage, which has uh, speakers like JJ Virgin, Dr. Mercola, Ben Greenfield, um, all these awesome minds, uh, Paul Check in the um, health and wellness industry. So definitely, if you can't make it to the event, the live stream is well worth it. That link is in the bio as well. 
Lastly, I just wanted to give you a heads up that I just kind of started recording on these guys, so that's why there's no famous John intro for today. They just kind of get right on into the conversation like I want them to. <sighs> okay, without further ado, here is Michelle Norris, CEO and co-founder of PaleoFX. How many people do you expect to be there? We are expecting 7,500. 7,500? Is that the biggest one so far? Uh, it'll be pretty, yeah, it'll be just a little bit more than last year. Not okay. not a lot more, but a little bit more. Last year was 7,405. Did you have on it there last year as well? Mm-hmm. And they did we the- didn't have the we didn't have the tournament there. Oh, so this is a bigger thing, right? Because yeah. it's like the world open, right? Yeah. Okay. So I understand that we have our booth next to them, right? Do you? I y'all think so. are outside. You're not next to them, but on its like thing is outside and y'all are in the outside booth area. So do so we get people going between there and like the main next Gotcha. Floor, so right? do we get to watch the jiu jitsu a little bit? Oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah. cool. For yeah. Sure. Awesome. Yeah. I mean I'm just curious. I mean I'm not yeah. big into martial arts, but like it'd be cool to see that stuff. Oh, yeah, right? yeah. yeah. So yeah. but um yeah, we've had a lot of people who've come in here who've done like paleo or keto diet and you know, she's no exception. We used to give her uh some grief sometimes because I was like you know, paleo is not all about meat, right? And she's like, I know. I, I said, kept but, being like, that's not what it is. Yeah, <laughs> and I was just like, because Balder was going vegan. Uh-huh. And so he was like reducing his inflammation. And I was like, well, maybe I should do that. Because I started looking at my blood work too. And I was like, I'll try it. And then I like, kept seeing Allison. And she's like, well, like uh, I kill everything that I eat. So I was like, oh, okay, well, that's probably a lot healthier than, yeah. like, the other way around. If I buy it, it's definitely ethically raised. Like, yeah. Yeah. So yeah. you process it, too? Yeah. We we shoot it, clean it, process it. I have a turkey in my fridge this week that my dad shot last weekend. <laughs> cool. I shot a gun twice. <laughs> that's about it. So, But why why did you, like, create Paleo? Like, what? why? I mean, I know the diet's around, but why did you create Paleo FX? Oh, well, let's see. <laughs> That's kind of a loaded question, really. Um, there were quite a few reasons we um, we saw a need. We saw a need for it. Um, so Keith and I attended the inaugural um, Ancestral Health Symposium, okay. which is decidedly an academic symposium. It's kind of our sister symposium. And um, we, you know, totally geek out on the science and all of that stuff. But at the end of the day, we have clients and they don't... They, they're happy that the science exists, but they don't really care about the science. That's not what really gets them going. Okay. What they want to know is, what do I put in my mouth, and when do I put it in my mouth, and what do I lift, and or what do I do physically to get exercise? What exactly does that look like for me, and when do I do that? And so we just realized there was a need for a practical application of paleo in the world, and so PaleoFX was born. It was literally birthed on the runway of LAX while we were sitting on the tarmac. Really? Like we were in the plane heading, we were, were had to sit for a while, like we were delayed for 30 or 45 minutes, so we're just sitting there talking, and and um, and um I was just like, you know, what we really need is a conference where, you know, you can, you can kind of see everything and put your hands on it, and it's really, you know, rubber meets the road, and very, um, what, and so what's funny is, of course, you know, Keith's blog is Theory to Practice, and initially, it was Paleo FX Ancestral Momentum Theory to Practice. That was the whole name. That's of a the long conference. name. That's all very long <laughs> we cut all of the other stuff, but it's still Theory to Practice. I mean, we don't use that in the name anymore. But that's really what the conference is about: is let's put the theories that we are given by the academic community in the Paleo and the ancestral health world, and let's put them into practice and let's see how what that looks like. And 
how does how can we make it easier for people to be able to do this? And that's really what PaleFX is about. That's cool. So when you said that you had the academic side that you were trying to merge and you were getting resistance, like was it your intent from the beginning that you said this lifestyle, this approach needs to have science behind it? Otherwise, you know, it might not last or is it, was that what you were thinking? Well, this is the thing. Uh, well, I shouldn't say there was anything set out to do. It, there just is science. It yeah. just is. Right. There's science to back up paleo all across the board. Um, and that is an academic conference. Um, Ancestral Health Symposium is an academic conference. So people are delivering the science. They're uh, delivering abstracts. They're explaining the science that they are seeing and what the, what's coming through um you know, through their studies and things like that. And so when they start explaining all of this at the event, that's really their event. That's really, really great for us. But like I said, that our clients at the end of the day don't really care about that. And they don't understand that. They just want to know, they just got to, they just want to know, how do you do it? How do you put that in your life? I mean, like, um, how do I make that work for me? And so that's incredible because like when every time I've gone to one of y'all's meetups or talked to anyone affiliated with Paleo FX, y'all are intelligent people. Like y'all are super smart. And there's like, like even Ryan, I met Ryan too. I mean, we talked for 20, 30 minutes. Unfortunately, I was actually having coffee with Keith. Mm -hmm. Ryan walks in because you got to meet this guy and he's walking in there. We start talking, but it's like, I know that they do care. And I've had some people have come up to me and told me, you know, like I said before, like, I got to walk barefoot. I got to walk. Oh, you're not wearing your, your shoes today. They were sweaty. I worked out in my toe shoes this morning. Yeah. So. Well, I was just say they wear that and they yeah. wear blue blockers and all yeah. that. So I'm like, why do you do that? And then they go in this whole science thing. I'm like, uh-huh. okay, cool. Mm-hmm. I don't dismiss it because it makes sense. Yeah. Right. But then like, I see where you're coming from as far as keeping it simple. Right. Like yeah. people need to be told what to eat. That's yeah. why like Weight Watchers and Jenny Craig's been around for decades. Right. Yeah. Well, this is the thing. We have we have a really interesting um, demographic that comes to PaleFX. You have your hardcore people that are that are total biohackers. They know the science. They know all the different things to do in their lives to kind of really optimize and to tweak. And which is what I I think that biohacking is just tinkering and tweaking sure. and and doing all that. And so these there's a ton of those people that come to PaleFX who know what the science is. They they're all of that. But then there's the other there's the other group of people that just want to be healthy and they're they don't really want to get down into all the nitty gritty geeky details of the science and all of that stuff. So we have those people too. So it's kind of this mix, but still highly educated. Like these people will still know a base of the yeah. the science. Yeah. Just not they just don't get into you know methylation cycles and Krebs cycle <laughs> and all of that stuff and don't. And they don't really care about that stuff <laughs> unless it pertains to them and how does that pertain to them. Right. And they just only want they want the the bottom line details. They don't want the the you know the nitty gritty. Yeah, tell me what I have and how to fix yeah. it. Mm-hmm. Right. I want to lose weight. How do I lose thirty pounds? Yeah. Well, I what are you eating right now? I'm eating healthy. Yeah. You ever hear that? Right? Uh, yeah. I, I, I mean, super healthy. I'm eating clean all the time. I'm like, <laughs> come really? on. So what do you eat for breakfast? Oh, I have oatmeal and I have you know a little bit of you know fruit and whatever and I'm just like you know yeah. or yeah. the thing where I had someone tell me one time that um, they were eating almonds as their snack and it turned out they were eating like 12 ounces of almonds at 3pm and I was like you know how much like calories do count at some point I don't yeah. care how clean they are like yeah. you can't have you know three quarters of a pound of almonds every day as your snack if you're also eating you hear that, three Bolo? big meals <laughs> Bolo, Bolo like skips meals though like he just kind of grabs a couple almonds here and there like 
He doesn't eat, like, this person was eating a big breakfast, a big lunch, a big dinner. It was all clean food, but they were also having this. I eat five almonds at a time. Yeah, but, yeah. like, it's very specific. <laughs> it's more it's very specific. It's five. It's exactly well, five. Always five. Uh, <laughs> I watch it. He doesn't step on sidewalk it. cracks either. He doesn't do that. <laughs> That's hilarious. Okay, because I'm a, I'm a two at a time person. <laughs> I put one on each side of my mouth. Oh, yes. my God. <laughs> yes. I knew okay. we got one. Yeah. <laughs> you know what? And what's funny is our daughter Brittany was the same way. Everything had to be even. One for the left side, one for the right side. She was the same way. Yeah. And I, she was like, where did that come from? And I was like, I'm sorry. I gave that to you, apparently. But, you, yeah. you know what would be funny? If you said that to a biohacker, they'll probably be like, well, you know why that makes you feel better? Because there's a connection to the left brain. There's a synapsis that says on the left, you know, right <laughs> like cheek and everything. I'm like, no, she just likes to eat that she way. Yeah. That. Yeah. yeah. So do you consider yourself a biohacker? Oh, yeah, absolutely. Yeah. Yeah, like right now I'm doing um, I'm doing a whole keto thing. I wear my Bella Beat Leaf. I have two of them. There's another one right there. So I check them against each other every day. Wait, and explain this to me. What is this now? So Bella Beat Leaf will ch- will track your activity. Will track your um, sleep. Will track your hydration. Well, if I if I had a cycle, I'm in menopause. It would track my female cycle, my you know reproductive cycle, and it also tracks. Um, Okay, I said activity, sleep, meditation. Really? So yeah, and when I meditate, I will set it, and it'll it will track that as well. So that also has a connection to right here. Well, they're both connected to my app. They're separate. So this I could wear this one on my my wrist as well, or around my neck or whatever. But I always put one here and one here, just to check tra- check them against each other and make sure that they're accurate. And it's legit, right? Yeah, and I'm getting an aura ring on Monday. I'm so freaking excited. I saw that. We yeah, saw it. We saw it. it was, which so one is it excited. called? It's um it's Gentoo. It's a Gentoo ring and is mine. That the one? Uh-huh. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, I'm super excited about it. So yeah. I've been wanting to get one. Yeah, they're coming to Pale FX. Nice. Okay, so well, yeah, why went to Pale FX? Because you'll get a deal. They, they, the guy who showed it, it was like a big old like ring, but he's like, no, they're gonna start making smaller. They're sizes. smaller yeah. now. They're they're smaller. They're much more. Um, the profiles a much lower profile than what they did before. But yeah, it's the technology and, got better. Yeah, yeah, and the technology is apparently they've tweaked everything, and everything's really gotten pretty darned accurate. So well, I'm excited. I use, a, I use a sleep app that wakes mm-hmm. me up within a thirty minute gap, so I'm not like. And what is it? Alpha? Uh, Delta. Delta. And Delta. When yeah. I wake up so I don't wake up groggy. I that's I have the same. Are you do, which one do you use? Sleep cycle. Me too. Yeah. No. It's, it's great. I use that, the, all of these. Yeah. So does that tell you anything? And then I have like three or four other apps that I, you know, and I track all my macros for keto. Of course. You do so, the keto strips too? Yes. Of course. And I also do, I also do my blood sugar. I've tested my um, different foods and my blood sugar to figure out which ones I should stay away from, which is been interesting and I, there were things that I was like surprised that I was okay with that I figured would have spiked my insulin but they didn't well, that's one of the speakers Rob Wolf his theory that he's come up with in his wired to eat book over the last year is like mm. eat x number of carbs wait an hour test your blood wait another hour test your blood again and if after two hours your blood sugar is still spiked a certain amount then you can kind of say okay I'm insulin resistant to this Mm-hmm. specific carb and it was really interesting yeah. in the studies he presented because some people would totally spike after a banana and he'd be like well that treats you bad and then that same person would totally be fine after a cookie 
and he was like, this is so crazy. And, you know, the next person would be the complete opposite. Banana didn't do anything. Cookie totally spiked him. So, yeah. Yeah. like, uh, Rob and his wife just compared each other's, and they had completely different blood sugar response to different foods. Yeah, I, I see that. I mean, I, it's funny because <laughs> I, in my science, you know, practitioner background, I'm like, yeah, that makes sense. Like, why would you not do that? Because mm-hmm. the definitive diagnosis for diabetes is your sugar's above 100, right? Mm-hmm. And your A1C is, like, I say 5.7, 5.8, but... Uh, like six or something right and mm-hmm. so like if your sugar is going to fluctuate what i've been finding it's not that they're insulin resistant because they're turning to a diabetic it's because they eat clean you know and on the weekend they eat all the paleo donuts they can and then <laughs> and all of a sudden I'm like dude you're spiking it well it's it's good carbs i'm like it's still starchy carbs like you know yeah. like you genetically can't handle that you know so i i see like the guy that walked in one time he's a big keto guy and he came in and he's like do you measure ketones yet She's like, no. And so he breaks out. I was like, oh, a glucometer. And she's like, no, 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 no. Like, you got to check this out. And so he's like, I'm in ketosis right now. And he's like, see, I'm in ketosis. I was like, cool. He's like, are you in ketosis? I'm like, I've been eating avocados and fasting all day. I bet you I am. Sure enough, right? Mm-hmm. So I was, it begs the question after seeing that, if you could get something implanted. Oh, yeah. You would totally do it? I don't know if I would do that. See, Ben Greenwood talked about that. See, that, that about yeah. his research one that he was talking about this podcast. And he's like, I'd do it just so I wouldn't have to go to the lab like four times a year. And I was like, that's not very inconvenient. <laughs> <laughs> well, he four lives out like he lives out in the middle of nowhere, though, right? Yeah. yeah. He's he's pretty pretty about it. Yeah. yeah. But see, he would. Yeah, but Ben will do just about anything. <laughs> <laughs> like, he's, I was gonna say, I do love you hear him. About his injections. Yeah, I. What? Yeah. He got stem cells injected into his man area <laughs> to see what would happen. <laughs> they're doing it though. It's it. They're yeah. totally doing it. Um, there's uh, plastic surgeons and urologists that are doing that here. Yeah. Oh, like the pee shot, right? Hmm. I, maybe I don't know. I, he yeah. he will do just about anything. He's pretty crazy. Um, he's challenged me and Keith to a few things that I'm like, yeah, I'm out. <laughs> you can totally win. That's I'm totally okay with that. Um. I don't know if I would do that. I don't know if I would get that. I mean, like, I get my labs done all the time. I don't really, obviously, doesn't really bother me. <laughs> yeah, yeah. yeah. Paul, that was like, you she's know. waving her arm around with that IV stuck in it. Well, she's like, keep stopping that. Oh, it's just because she's bending. That's it. Oh, no. Sorry. She was oh. like, she's super comfortable with what she's no, doing. No, it totally doesn't. Well, this is the thing. After you have kids, you've been poked <laughs> and prodded like cattle. Like, you don't know. I mean, like, I, none of that stuff bothers me at all. I don't get, I, I don't bother, it never, never, never bothers me with that kind of stuff. A lot of people, I've given myself shot, my own shots yeah. and stuff, too, and they're like, yeah, how do you do that? And I'm like, uh, you just you yeah. do it. hold the skin and yeah. jab yourself and shove it in. And That's what I do with my it. shots from these guys. I'm just yeah. like, John, give me my shots for the week. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Yeah, I mean, you can... From my standpoint, I forget how people can actually freak out about something that's outside of their body that's going in. But then it's like the same people that have nose rings and tattoos. I'm just like, whatever, right? To each their own. Yeah. But like, I remember I talked to him about the device all the time. And I'm like, you know, you see that movie, what was the Time with Justin Timberlake a few years ago? And they had that thing underneath his hand that was basically his lifespan was in minutes. Oh, yeah. That was his currency. So the more minutes he had, the longer he lived. So anytime that he would buy something or whatever, he'd basically give up minutes. Mm-hmm. And like, I remember Google tried to do like that. A contact a couple years ago that measured oh, yeah, blood yeah, sugar yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah and then i keep talking to him about it i'm like he's talking about the sleep app i'm like dude would you put like an implant underneath your skin hell yeah i totally would <laughs> i'm like why he's like convenience i'm like dude but that's how they get you man like, <laughs> <laughs> I like that too. that's how they're gonna get you yeah, yeah, that's like, me with that <laughs> 
Isn't that like that's supposed to be like one of the marks of the beast or something like right. that? Well, I just lose like everything, so I'd rather have something just be. So but it's amazing that you would do that, and then you have like someone like Ben, who's probably like, you know, no toxins around me, air purified, alkalinic water, but I'll put a metal implant like underneath right. my skin. Right. Yeah. I decided to find it fascinating. So everyone kind of eats their own. I am. I want to meet him. I want to talk to him a little bit because every time I talk to a biohacker, I learn. Something yeah. new. That's a good well, you're going to get the chance to meet him. He'll be, he will be at um, not only Paleo FX, but he'll be at Health Entrepreneur FX. Yeah. And so you'll get a nice. chance to, yeah. to meet him. He'll be there. He's hilarious. He is so funny. He just looks intense. So no offense, Ben, if you're watching this. Yeah. He's extremely intelligent. But yeah, oh, I don't doubt that. Everyone I've that. met in this community You think he's intense? I think he's goofy. He's I love you, I Ben. <laughs> I think he can be so goofy. Yeah. I love him because he can be... Like, so he did, went to do a live with us, and he's walking on his treadmill on, live and just doing this walking thing and doing all kinds of stuff. And I'm like, okay. He takes biohacking to another level. Oh, yeah. I give him props, though, because that's definitely what I do in the morning. I, like, answer my emails and do my admin work the first two hours a day walking on a treadmill now. At 5 in the morning. At 5 a.m. <laughs> wow. We're each other goofy things. Yeah, Baldo wakes up at, like, 3 or 4, <laughs> and so he knows I'm up by 5, and so we have these conversations at 5. Very cool. <laughs> Please don't text me. Saying. <laughs> yeah. Well, I, I have no doubt that we're going to... Hopefully we get along. You know, like everyone yeah. I've met is super intelligent. Oh, right? no, you're going to totally yeah. get along with Ben. He's going to be so uh, geeked out on everything you guys do and stuff. So, yeah. That's He'll be asking you what, what... I can imagine, and how much do you put in of this? And blah, yeah, blah, yeah, blah. Yeah, yeah. What do you do? So, he's going to... Yeah, he's That's gonna... the cool thing about Paleo FX too is like you're gonna meet so many people that want to geek out with you about it. And yeah. I liked your comment about um, you know Ben is super like purified air, no Wi-Fi in my house, like athletic water, but also yeah, go ahead and inject me with this metal thing. It's very interesting to meet different people at Paleo FX who have those weird lines, like because some people would be like, no, absolutely no EMFs around me at all, but also like, I don't care if I drink tap water. Yeah. You know, there's just different people have different yeah. approaches to health. So now this is an interesting interesting thing so Mercola is like that yeah so you have in in order for us to do for us to do his live we had to do it through via Skype because he didn't want to he just doesn't want to take the chance on the extra EMFs and everything yeah. so he is one he's got wired internet mm -hmm. and everything and so um I, I'm and I keep wondering oh man maybe I should be doing stuff like that like I should be wired and doing the wired internet but I'm like so on the go and I have to have my internet or whatever so and I don't believe he owns a cell phone yeah really yeah no know. and yeah. and the thing but he's somebody though that will practice practices what he preaches though yeah I was gonna say we're so on the go Michelle literally texted me one night and was like Allison I need my hotspot tomorrow Can you <laughs> yeah. I accidentally stole her hotspot <laughs> from South by yeah. well we had but, when we came in here we all three decided like we have to have the fastest internet possible because we got to get stuff done so <laughs> the I mean last place we were in had terrible Wi-Fi. oh yeah it would cut yeah. out all the time and I remember she'd be on calls with y'all and she's like why are you leaving outside she's like I get no reception in there and what it'd be was like a simple like broadband connection there was like only cable finally like one laptop and he had hers his mind the ipad or phones like everything yeah. so it's crashing i'm i'll be a first submitter i'd love wi-fi yeah you kidding me like you got the wi-fi like bluetooth on i yeah i miss those like i used yeah. to have them yeah this would probably make mercola cringe oh yeah, yeah <laughs> like totally cringe 
what the hell are you doing? <laughs> just gonna go and You've slap got, him do off you understand that you're directly putting EMFs right into your thyroid? Oh, like, yeah. <laughs> yeah, and I have, I'm pretty sure we're going to run into people that say, well, why do you do this? Well, why do you do that? Like, yeah, just, just the fact, way I do. Thank you for there, yeah. <laughs> 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 I'm actually going to take it off because, just because we're on and I don't want it. Uh, my phone goes off and McCullough heard you speaking about him that's what it was he put that signal mm-hmm. back out mm-hmm. <laughs> that's fine but like uh, I I do Wi-Fi at home I turn off the airplane on airplane mode now right like you do that you I do that before that. I go to bed yeah, yeah. 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 well when I walk into the room mostly yeah yeah I mean I don't know I, I can only do so much I mean if I'm struggling to of thirst. I turn it off of my phones. I don't turn it off in the house. I just don't. Yeah. Yeah. But no, if I'm, yeah, that's what I meant. When I'm walking in my room, like airplane yeah. mode. And yeah, 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 yeah. Well, if I if I'm struggling though, I will last resort get some tap water. Yeah. If I absolutely have to, because it's still water. You yeah. know, like I've like Mercola. I'll be interested to see what he says about GMOs nowadays, right? Because he's the guy who's been preaching against it for 20 years, and and uh, I'm like, well, I tell people like, if they don't know what to eat, still eat food. Mm-hmm. I mean, even if it's GMOs, it's still better than a processed, like, you know, Agreed. microwavable dinner. It, it is. Yeah, and unfortunately now, like, some of the bigger chains, like in town, uh, they don't even have, they say they're GMO-free, but they are GMO. I mean, come on, look at a banana. Like, that wasn't, that's not how it's supposed to look, right? Yeah. Or corn, right? We got that corn from Sprouts, and it was, like, this big. I was like, that's cool, because you go to H-E-B, and it's, like, these little bitty tiny ones. They don't look yeah. good. That's something that's cool about paleo effects, though, because I'm speaking from experience as an attendee. I went the last three years, and this will be my fourth year. And when I first went, I was impressed to see the speakers who, quote, unquote, preach all of these things, right? You know, they have these stances that they take on things, but, like, Keith kind of touched on this in his podcast, but, like, the whole movement or group of people supporting paleo as a whole have been very good at, you know, sticking with the current research. And if, if, you know, it comes down to some random salad that you don't know where the ingredients came from versus a McDonald's hamburger, like we would hope you would still pick that salad even if it's not organic, right? Mm -hmm. So I think that's something Paleo FX has done really well is you get the speakers to talk on that application our whole thing is is don't let the perfect get in the way of the good because yes. i mean at the end of the day I mean, you can get, you can drive yourself crazy with that kind of stuff for for one thing and then just being so stressed out about whether or not you're getting whatever i mean at the end of the day real food just choose real food yeah. mitigate damage as much as you can and make the best choices you possibly can but after that you can't really you know you know you're gonna die someday <laughs> it is gonna happen so and it's going to happen when it's supposed to happen. Um, and so my that's just kind of our thought process is just yeah. don't let the perfect get in the way of the good because then then what's the joy in life if you're not just enjoying life and not stressing about all that stuff? Yeah. And the thing is is that you know I a lot of people are like, okay, you're checking your macros and you're doing all this stuff for keto. The thing is, is I'm actually enjoying it. I'm yeah. not. It's not like, oh, this is a – this is – a pain in the butt and I've got to do this and whatever I don't have to do it I made the choice and I'm actually enjoying it but I don't stress over it if something is if something's over my limits in keto and it's over my limits and I'll deal with it and that's the way it is but um but I still at the end will enjoy food yeah right? of course you yeah. should it's there yeah. for you right yeah it, it, yeah. Well, it goes along the line of like the guys who like lift and people who are in gym rats, right? Like, mm-hmm. I miss two days in a row. I can feel myself getting smaller. Like, they drive them up the wall. You know, I don't know if Keith's like that. Keith, if you're listening, no. no. <laughs> Keith isn't like I can feel myself getting smaller. He feels himself getting stressed. 
that's his stress yeah, relief. Yeah, sure, He's yeah. definitely one of those people that has to go work out or he is not tolerable to be around. <laughs> and he'll admit that. I'm not saying that like behind his back. He will tell you um, and he'll just say, I've got to go lift. And I'm like, yes, you do. Go ahead and go. <laughs> and so um, it is. It's just his stress relief. I mean, I think he had a T-shirt at one point that I think a friend of ours gave to him that said, um, sweat is my form of prayer. And that yes. really, it, for Keith, that is his, that's his meditation. He meditates. That's his way of being able to meditate um, is getting into the gym and everything. Yeah. yeah. What are some of your forms of like relaxation and kind of approaching the other sides of a paleo lifestyle besides food? Um, the big one for me has been meditation. Mm -hmm. Um, I, I meditate a lot in my sauna is I meditate in my sauna all the time. That's cool. And so, um, that's probably one of the biggest ones. So yes, I'm a huge biohacker. I have a <laughs> sauna in, in my house. Of course. Um, but, um, so yeah, I, I, that's probably the biggest one for me is to be able to really relax is to do, um, meditation and, um, I don't know. The other thing is too, is that I do a lot of plant medicine mm -hmm. and the plant medicines are very helpful in getting you into helping you to understand who you are and how you are and what you need to do to be who you're supposed to be and who your potential is. And so I have found that doing that also helps me in my practice of um, being, trying to reduce stress, trying to meditate, doing all of those things. And so I, um, you know, we're what a little we're a week away from the event we're a week away from the event and so um you know uh things have gotten a little tense this week but not anywhere near where they were at uh, three years ago when before i started doing plant medicines and before i started meditating that's awesome i mean that's it's awesome. um and i uh, allison didn't ever really see that side of me so she can't vouch for it but i can tell you that many of my the people who work for me now will tell you Oh my God, she's like night and day. It's not even remotely close to the same person that you know you would have seen three years ago at this time, a week before the event. A week before the event. Yeah. First of all, I would have told y'all to go screw yourself. I would not come in. I was me. really surprised. So honestly, I was like, she wants to do the podcast <laughs> the week he, before. She excuse me, to, I didn't mean to say no, that. No, no, but she just wants to get away from everything. Yeah. Right? Well, yeah because when I saw her email to you, I was like, oh, she's asking her for this. Like week. right now, I was like, that's. I said, I hope you know this. Alice is the one that said that because we we're like, you don't need to pull her away. Please don't make Thanks her get her pissed at us. No, I mean, I would have just been like, oh hell no, I can't do that. I can't go do yeah. that. But no, this is the other part of it too is and what's happened through the meditation what's happened through going through plant medicines too is really understanding that it's okay for me to let my team handle things yeah, yeah. I was not I was a very much a control freak um three years ago and would have been and was like oh my god you're not doing this this way and they're like well I did it this way isn't this still the result you wanted and I'm like yeah, but I didn't want it done that way. And yeah. it was this this need to control everything the way that... It, because stupidly, in my brain, it was if they did it a different way and they still came to the same outcome, then that means that I didn't have the best way. Right. And Which was dumb. And now I look back at that and think that's so freaking ridiculous. And I would not even remotely think of telling somebody, hey... You know, this is what I want, and this is exactly how you need to do it. Now it's like, okay, this is the outcome we need. 
get there wherever, however way you do. And I don't, because I was such a micromanager and it was so time consuming yeah. and so energy draining and so it was, and it was also not helpful to the team because it never empowered them and it never made them feel like they had any real say in their job and or ownership in what they were doing. And so that was, that's been probably one of the biggest changes for me to be able to relax and let go is, is to be able, is to know that. And probably one of the biggest things too for me is also I've come, came to the realization that I don't want to control. Sure. I want influence. Yeah. And those two are very, very different things and you get there in very different ways. And the only way that you can get influence is if you gain respect. And you can't gain respect if you're trying to control and you're trying to make somebody do something that you want them to do the way that you want them to do it, when that might not be their way. And the other thing is too, is that I came to the realization that I I was in my own way. I wasn't the the... I wasn't the best person to do everything I was doing. I was doing it because it needed to get done, sure. but I wasn't the best person to do it. So now I have team members that they're the best people to do that job, not me. Yeah. That, that's interesting that you put that together because I I added I've done meditation for many years, but this is the year that I committed where like I do it every single day, yeah, like, without stop. And I did yeah. yoga last year. I started doing yoga every single day last year, and that changes a lot for me. But meditation is funny be, that you mentioned that because. I feel that this year I've also gotten better at delegating and, and the same way that you put it is like I don't worry too much about like how it's going to get done as long as like and I trust that it's going to get done and, mm-hmm. it's, and it's cool and because I, I think that I've noticed that before I think that I knew that it should be let go but it's just hard to until I feel like meditation has helped but I hadn't I hadn't put that together until you just mentioned that yeah correlated that like this year I feel like I got better with delegation or just letting go and it's also at the time that I made sure that I meditated every single day yeah last year was a, a tough year for me um I um the team that we had last year was um great um I had a rough time handing over a lot of stuff it was really hard for me um, and then I finally came to this conclusion, and it's so funny, and I'm going to shout him out, Alex Sharfin, who's my business, my personal business coach. I was in a, um, I was in a, a workshop with him, and he's going through some stuff, and I honestly don't even remember what it was that he said, but at that moment he said it, it just suddenly hit me. My team is not out to get me. My team is actually on my side. They're actually on my team. But every time that they came to me with an idea or whatever it was, I saw it as a personal attack or a um, an attack on what we had done in the past, or I took it as um, it was more, um, it, it seemed like a, I'm trying to think of the word, it was just like an offensive for me and I would immediately go on the defensive and immediately put up the walls and immediately stop whatever it was that was happening that didn't feel comfortable to me and when we were I was in that workshop with him I it I actually became very overwhelmed emotionally and he was like it was the funniest thing too he was recording it he was video recording it and and he had it on live at that moment and he goes um he sees me and he sees that I'm actually starting to cry and he's like what's going on over here and he puts the camera on me and I'm like oh of course <laughs> anyway and I was just like and that's what I told him was 
I just realized that my team's not out to get me. And so I wrote the whole entire team and said, look, this is my baby. And I said, and it's really hard for me to give it to somebody else to, to take care of. But I trust you all. And I know that you're going to take care of the baby. Just have patience with me because there's going to be moments of time where it's going to be really hard for me to let go. And that's not personal, but then having anything to do with you, it's me. Yeah. And um, so it was... It's been an interesting thing. So, you know, between that and actually yeah, last year I started doing yoga and I loved it. Um, I haven't had a lot of time um, in the last month or two to go do yoga, which um, is stupid. I should be doing it. But anyway, but but it is what it is. I, I, um, my, I have lots of, of plans for getting back into the gym on a normal basis now that I'm finally getting... I had... Um, a severe mold exposure that kicked up an EBV virus and so um, starting to clear of that virus and feeling a lot better and my adrenals were completely shot so it was like do not go in the gym yeah. and um, I was like all right so um, so I started doing yoga and then yeah I'm, I'm excited for after paleo FX is over with and I get everything checked I'm hoping that I get a clean bill of health and that I get to go back to being doing all the stuff that I did before working get, out yoga the whole nine yards you gonna do labs afterwards oh yeah I do labs pretty much every two or three months yeah yeah that's cool yeah that's you gotta if you're a biohacker you gotta have labs oh yeah I know I know <laughs> I, trust me I mean our membership plan here is every three months yeah so like we have guys that are like all vegan and they're like I wanna see what's going on and, yeah. you know and they're like we make the changes how long does it take to see changes you know, every two or three months. Yeah. Do it again, you know? So I, I like it because you can predict trends, right? Like yeah. you can see like, all right, this is starting to happen. I want to take care of it before it gets out of hand. Yeah. And I mean, that's what you did with your managerial role, right? Yeah. Like you said, it's getting out of hand. I need to turn into a leader mm -hmm. and inspire others to do it, right? Yeah. I, I'm same way with you. I, I have to take care of myself and it's very hard. He will tell me sometimes you need to eat something. Yeah. I'm like, I haven't eaten today. And he's yeah. like, well, why not? I'm like, I've just been busy, you know, yeah. and coming home and basically just exhausted from trying to build this thing but then like Allison came on and it was a godsend because I was just like here's someone who's reliable who can delegate tasks to people who need to do and I don't have to worry about like what's the content yeah you know what's what what we should be doing this we should be doing that I love the idea I can pull up Instagram she's heard me say this I can just say like alright it's beautiful all stuff there I don't have to do it yeah. when I first started off I was literally having my wife Merrick do the newsletter every month with me I don't have to do this if I'm doing it at 11 at night. I don't want to do this. It needs to be sent out tomorrow. Oh, my God. Well, give me a blog. Oh, I got to write. Uh, which, by the way, I finished my blog. I saw. Okay, I'm going to be editing. Yeah. So, yeah. <laughs> she likes to do that. <laughs> I give her a lot of edits to, to accomplish. John but. is very good at writing his stream of thoughts, and I'm very good at organizing them. <laughs> I, hire people better than you, right? This, this is that's right. Basically it. Like, hire that's people. why she works for that's, us, too. Exactly. That's what I'm saying. She's amazing because... You know, and the funny thing, side note, she came to us as a nutritionist. Yeah. And she's like, I want to be your nutritionist for her. Yeah. And I was like, well, you're more than that. Mm -hmm. And I hate to say, I'm not trying to knock nutritionists ever because I think y'all are wonderful. It's just that her skills were so different than anyone else. I said, you know, you can teach nutritionists what you do. Mm -hmm. And I was like, I don't know how to start an Instagram, like, you know, <laughs> like something that goes viral. And I don't know about stories. They tell me all this stuff, you know, yeah. which is awesome. And so... Next thing you know, I mean, Flaps of Fitness is growing, and, and she's, like, taking off, and we're sending her work left and right. Who does your Instagram? Oh, Allison does your Instagram. You mm -hmm. know, like, talk to her about it, you know? And intern, maybe? 
I have officially extended a contract of an internship for someone for my company this summer. So yes. Cool. Yes. Yeah. Cool. So she's growing too, right? How is going to be letting go of that stuff too? Yeah, I'm listening to all of this because I know I'm going to be the same way. Like if I ever build a company or anything like yeah. it's And the thing that came to my mind when you guys were both talking about meditation, like I know all three of you and you're all workaholics. Mm -hmm. I'm also a workaholic and you know, workaholics are the people who need meditation the most. And so I think that also might be part of the reason why it's hard for us to delegate at first, just because like being a perfectionist and a workaholic Mm -hmm. and someone who really cares about their work, like you don't want it to be done incorrectly Mm -hmm. uh, and all that. So I can totally understand where it's terrifying to hand that work off to people um, but that was like the thing running through my head is, you know, getting clear on what you want and realizing, okay, these are my weak spots. I should be delegating this yeah. and trusting the person enough that's on your team to actually execute it is a huge leap of faith. So yeah. I think that's really cool. But that also means you take more time on hiring the right people. Well, that, I was going to say that, I mean, if well, you, I've done that wrong too. Well, I, I get tell I've you done that, that wrong too. You don't get help too. just to get help. Yeah. It's been weird the way that this is kind of shaped too because um, Baldo and I basically started off in a garage. Mm-hmm. You know, I convinced him to come from Houston. I said, I got an idea. You know, maybe it'll be something if you're willing to do it. He's like, well, I'm getting healthy. I'm mm-hmm. starting to learn yoga and everything. He's already been an athlete. And I was like, well, do you want to do this, man? I mean, I need sales. I, I mean, I don't know anything about sales. You want to teach me? He's like, sure. Baldo's so, great at sales. So <laughs> he came in and brought his sales experience. and said, we're going to try to change the way healthcare is done in America. I said, that's, that's our biggest goal, but we're going to do it through vitamins. Yeah. All right. And so we're doing shots and IVs. At the honest truth was I had been trained in it. I never really applied it because I wasn't, I wasn't a nurse practitioner until 2014. So I had to do everything as a chiropractor and supplements, supplements, supplements. But then I got a medical license. I'm like, well, I'll give a shot. Yeah. And so when it started growing, just like you, it's like, well, I got to take this. I got to take this. And Bob was like, give that to me. Give that to me. Allison's like, give that to me. Mm-hmm. Take this. And then I remember Allison came in and says, all right, let's redefine my role because everything, you keep throwing stuff my way. And I'm like, dude, we're just throwing her like little like tedious stuff. We don't need to do that. She's way vi- more valuable than just basically like emailing someone back for me. You know, like we don't need that. But I quickly learned there's no way the business can grow without help. Mm-hmm. I mean, you can't build an empire. You can't build a movement. It's like not scalable. It's not scalable. No. With just one person, I mean, one person with an idea, you contact the right person says, I know how to take that to the next level. Yeah. I mean, I remember talking to Keith about it. He's like, that's all it is. He's like, I mean, it's funny. After Ryan and I talked, Keith jokes. He's like, man, we just probably figured out how to solve, you know, all the you know chronic diseases of the world between y'all two. Like, y'all are going to create something. <laughs> I'm like, no, we're not there yet. But at least it's cool because after that, we went to the meetup that same day. Yeah. And we ran into Kevin and Zach. And we started talking, Baldo comes like, dude, Zach over there, like, he's the one who helped Kevin. And he knows, like, his vitamins. He makes supplements for people. Go talk to him. So I was like, all right, cool. I was talking to y'all, and Kat, uh, Zach comes up. He's like, dude, tell me about brain candy. <laughs> and I was like, what? Did you talk to Baldo already? And so he started talking. And I was like, that's cool. And I said, well, what do, you, what do you do? He said, well, pharmaceutical companies hire me to make the formulas and give it to them. Mm-hmm. I said, that's cool. Like, it's just all this connection. And I, yeah. think, I think that's why I'm excited about next weekend is because... I'm not going to sit there and try to jam down all this information on people's throat. They know this stuff, right? Yeah. And I'm not trying to do that. But the idea is just saying, like, what is it that I don't know? Mm-hmm. Who is someone that could connect me to say, hey, have you ever thought about doing this? Yeah. And I don't know if you ever had that because, obviously, you 
I don't know who talked to you when you first started. I mean, obviously you and Keith started this whole thing, but did you ever have people that came up to you and was like, hey, I got an idea for you? Or oh, all the time. Yeah. <laughs> it happens all the time. Yeah. Yeah, we, um, we constantly have that happen. We have, um, we've got uh, several things that'll be actually, we're going to roll them out at the event and see how it goes. And um, so there'll be a few things that come up because people were like, hey, I got this idea. You know, do you guys want to be on board? And the thing is, is that, you know, you'll get, you'll get all these, they're great. They'll all sound like great ideas. And then, you know, practically they just don't work out and that's just the way things are. And, um, and we always think everything's going to be blow up like paleo effects to everything we do. Um, because the cup, you know, being in ID life and being, uh, paleo effects and all of that stuff, all those blew up for us pretty fast. And so we, when we go into something new, we always think, Oh, this is going to be huge. And then, it's like, no, it's not really the right answer or not at the right time or not at the whatever the case may be. And that's, that's cool. Uh, but the, but the journey through all of that is pretty awesome. And yeah. we, and we really enjoy that. And then the thing is, is that you end up meeting these people that end up being part of your life at, you know, in, on some level and you never know what's going to happen yeah. later on down the road and what's going to come uh, across your desk and all of that stuff. So, yeah, we constantly have that. And I, I think it's funny because the big thing for me and Keith are we are connectors. We yeah. connect people. Yeah. And um, we are we were born to network. That's yeah. just how we are. So um, That's a gift. Anyway, um, but it's, it is, well, it is, and it's, it's, it's been a blessing to um, realize that the two of us together are even better. Yeah. So um, anyway, that's a that's I I believe we have a good team. It sounds like Paleo has a good team. Mm-hmm. Um, our team started off with us two, then Allison. We created a position for Joy, and now we're up to like how many? Like twelve, thirteen people in the organization at least, mm-hmm. and they all have a part. Yeah. And it's cool because it's. It's just incredible because this person connects this person, this person tells about this, and next thing you know, like, here we are about a year later, mm-hmm. and we have, like, two locations. We're about to have a third. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, we're going to launch, you know. Can we move one of them into the HQ? If <laughs> <laughs> it's HQ, then I don't have to travel anywhere. <laughs> yeah. We would totally be open to it. I mean, we love paleo. Oh. We lo- I mean, you remember that night when we came yeah, in. Yeah, we had, yeah. I was like the Pied Piper. I swear, like, people were just, like, following me. Oh, yeah. I thought it was only, like, two or three people getting shot, so I look up, like, to the room full eight people and everyone's like all right let's do this <laughs> and I was like you know there's an exhibit outside like you know but I mean yeah like it's like that you're like hey yeah. well why don't you come work alongside us because we we appreciate the work you're doing and I think oh. I think that's why people want to connect with you is mm-hmm. because you give good advice you connect good people you I mean I even asked Keith and I know this is probably your thing too I'll like, say what's the end result with paleo effects the end result, as far as we're concerned, is we just want to keep growing the platform. We want to make sure that this is the largest platform for ultimate health, optimal health yeah. um, in the world. Um, not just in the paleo world, but in the entire world. Because yeah. ultimately our, our um, goal is for paleo to get to mainstream. And you're starting to already see it because paleo is now like... Uh, we were in like a grocery, a little grocery store, and there's Mark Sisson's face on a on a magazine, and then I pointed it out, and Keith was like, "Oh my god!" And I was like, "Yeah." Anyway, and it's really cool, and you're now you're starting to see in 
you know, some of the um, grocery stores, but paleo is up on a board and there's an actual section <laughs> now for paleo. Yeah. And that means we're going mainstream. And that that is pretty, um, pretty cool to me. And then, of course, now with keto joining into the mix and keto is kind of under the umbrella of paleo. This is the thing. Some people can do keto in a way that's totally not paleo. Um, but I, that's not what the original intention was of ke the ketogenic diet. And so um, the basic ketogenic diet does fall under the paleo umbrella. And so that's cool because we're getting a lot of attention out of that. Like keto is blowing up. Yes. It's crazy. Yeah. And I was curious because, I mean, it's essentially a similar like component to a paleo. I'm glad you said the umbrella. Have you ever heard of Medscape? Uh, it's a, it's a, that. it's like a newsletter article that's very similar to what Mercola did. So oh, yeah. when I was back in chiropractic school, I signed up for two newsletters, the Medscape one and Mercola's. Mm -hmm. And guess what? They sent me new newsletters every day, regardless yeah. of whether I wanted to read it or not. Right. Yeah. Um, but I learned a lot from them and it was funny cause I always check it just to get a laugh sometimes at traditional medicine. They're playing catch up though. Yeah. One of the articles was saying keto diet fad or is it here to stay? Yeah. And so you had these research articles and these doctors basically discussing it where here's the, Here's the, the, the P, uh, you know, was it 0.00 or whatever they used to measure like in, in uh, research. And they said, we did this and here's this curve and here's this. And we saw the end results and conclusion were this. Mm -hmm. But there was still more research that needed to be done, right? And so we went to the comment section. It was all doctors and physicians and nurses and healthcare workers. And the talk was, I do keto. I've done keto for past, you know, 20 months and I've lost 20 pounds and I tell my patients about it and I don't think it's a fad because here's why. And they went into all the science behind it. Yeah. And these were physicians. Mm -hmm. I don't know how they were, right? I'm assuming they're probably like, you know, 30s, 40s years old, but yeah. I'm like, well, why the hell aren't you telling more people about it? Right. But I'm thinking, oh, wow, the tide's turn, uh, turning. Oh yeah. So I think now with the new blood coming in, they're saying, Hey, it's not the answer to give more medications. Start with food as your medicine, right? And then see how it goes. Maybe you can reverse diabetes. Maybe you can prevent Alzheimer's, right? Uh, well, this is an interesting thing because this is something that's happened personally for me is being able to kind of educate my own doctor. Yeah. And um, my, my doctor is a naturopath. Um, but still, there's education still to be done there. And so it's been interesting to go through and explain some of the things like um, having the discussion and, and really argument really um, about the fact that I was hypothyroid and but I was subclinical it wasn't showing up on my labs but I'm like I have every symptom there is and my basal temperature every morning does not get over 96 96 97 degrees I'm sorry I'm hypothyroid and I argued about it for three or four months and kept being told we're not going to give you anything we're not going to do anything because you are you're not within the normal the the ranges you are you're within the what we consider range, normal yeah. ranges well guess what the normal ranges are based off of the people that are really super sick well so finally it took a couple of months but my finally my tsh just started screaming it was like give me fucking thyroid. yeah now do you see what i'm talking and about and he was now. like oh you're right and i was like i know the problem is i had to suffer for, through the last three months while you figured out that I was actually right, why? How about we just listen to me? Yeah, because I actually know a lot more about nutrition than you do. That's, and uh, that's the truth. What was hilarious though is, and the entire staff there um, cracked up when he he was like, "Look, I want you to make an appointment with the nutritionist here," and um, and I went. And the nurse was standing there and she goes, you do know who she is, right? Because 
was yeah, but she can't be her own nutritionist. She can't, you can't have objectivity. And he said she needs someone else. And so I was like, all right. So anyway, he, I make the appointment with the nutritionist and I'm thinking, okay, I'm going to go in there and have my, the right act read to me over the fact that I'm paleo or whatever. And she was paleo and I was so happy. <laughs> and um, so anyway, she and I started talking and geeking out on a lot of stuff. And then I, you know, she looked through my 23andMe and she was, she, um, do you know, did, she gave me a few recommendations and what have you, but it was really kind of cool to go through that process. And now he has a, um, a physician's assistant who now I've been like educating her on thyroid and sending her articles and sending her information. And then, you know, that was the other thing too, is I had a doctor that he started question. He started talking to me about my, my cholesterol, my over overall cholesterol. And I, he was like, you know, your HDL is, is high. He said, but your overall cholesterol is a little high. He said, I'm really concerned. And I said, well, did you, did you check my particle number? I go, because none of the rest of that really matters. And he said, unless I have a, the risk factors. Mm -hmm. And he was like, well, no, I didn't really, um, no, we didn't check your particle. And he kind of is looking at me like I've got three heads. And then he goes, look, this is the deal. And I was so happy when he said this. He goes, I'm just going to ask you to go on a paleo diet. Are you familiar with that? <laughs> I started laughing. And I go, you don't know who I am, do you? And he goes... He goes, no, because it was, um, my doctor ended up leaving the practice very abruptly. Something happened, and so I ended up getting shifted to him. And she knew yeah. everything yeah, about yeah. that or whatever. And uh, he goes, he goes, no. And I go, I I said, I'm the CEO and founder of Paleo FX. And he goes, I think we're all good here. <laughs> <laughs> and I was like, anyway, it was just so hilarious. Yeah. Because, um, but I'm starting to see it. Yeah. In doctor's offices, they're starting to say, you need to do this. What I would love, love, love to see is to start seeing more um, oncologists um, prescribing the ketogenic diet. Yeah. Mm. Yeah. I talked to several people about this and I used to get upset about it because I was like, you know, why don't they recommend this stuff? They know some of it works. You know, mm -hmm. I mean, there's tons of glutathione research for cancer and turmeric as well. Mm -hmm. And I remember I talked to someone whose wife was an ER physician and he goes, man, they're stranglehold. Mm -hmm. You know, that guy, the doctor you're talking about, the course of action is to check your cholesterol to see if you have heart disease or not. Mm -hmm. And then they wonder why people still have heart attacks after they put them on statins. And they're like, well, their cholesterol was fine. I don't get what the answer was. Well, did you check the particles? Did you check the inflammation in the arteries? Right. right? And people have to go out of their way to find that. And I think that's where the movements come is the frustration mm -hmm. to say, like, if I go to the doctor's office, and how many times have you heard this? I don't go to the doctor's office because they're not going to tell me what I want to hear. And I don't know if that means I need to be put on meds or I didn't have this diagnosis. It's more like they're not going to give me the answers I'm looking for. Mm -hmm. And I think that the other extreme is, oh, I have everything wrong with me. Mm -hmm. I have this. I have Lyme disease. I have SIBO. I have PANDAS, which is a new thing I've heard. Mm -hmm. And then, uh, you know, vitamin D deficiency and iron, you know, deficiency, like all that stuff. I'm like, man, maybe your adrenals are just shot. Maybe mm -hmm. you have poor gut health. Maybe right. fix those two. And then you can kind of go from there and see what happens. Right. But. We have so many people that walk in the doors and they come in, they tell us things that their doctor said and you laugh at it because it's just more like they're, that's just what they're trained to do. They're trained to take multiple choice questions. Right. That's what all of us have done. So when you think outside the box, like Mercola did, you've seen how many people have chastised him. Yeah. You know, and he's still crusading. I honestly, I don't know how he's still around, but like the idea is saying, he's saying, I'm going to do this. You know, we talked to Dave Asprey and he's like, I don't have to be like, I don't have to be muted. 
I can say what the doctors can't say. Yeah. You know, paleo effects is the voice for a new healthcare system. Mm-hmm. You're right. You can say, as Michelle Norris, you can say, you should be eating a lot of avocados, grass-fed meat, and pasteurized chicken eggs because it's not going to ruin your cholesterol and it's going to help your heart. Yeah. If I say that and I go on record saying that, all of a sudden they're like, let's see your credentials. Let's see your certification. Do you need to, you know, basically renew your, your board exam again? Yeah. Too? I'm just like, why? Yeah. Hippocrates said the future of medicine mm-hmm. is not going to involve, oh, no, it's love thy, love thy food, let food be thy medicine. Was it Edison? It was Edison, Edison. who said, said Hippoc- or, yeah, Edison said, uh, the doctor of the future mm-hmm. will not prescribe medication. Right. And I think that's what attracted me to the paleo movement myself because I've tried a lot of diets. And I tried paleo years back when I first, first, probably when you were first, you know, throwing it out there. And I was like, I like this idea. You know, I was like, you cut out the carbs because we know it's an insulin issue. Mm-hmm. Messes with cortisol, messes with our blood sugar. And then uh, you can eat all the meat you want. Mm-hmm. That's awesome. Burgers, bacon, all that, you know, chicken <laughs> wings, all that. And then I was like, I don't know if it's that kind of meat. No. And I was like, I don't think it's the case. But guys love it because they're like, I can eat like bacon in between like hamburger patties like <laughs> with cheese on it and i'm like no no that's not paleo right oh okay that's like just the meat I'm like where are your veggies at not paleo bro i'm like it's paleo it's paleo, it's paleo. <laughs> what's interesting to me is that the majority of the the leaders in the paleo movement eat more vegetables than vegetarians do yeah I think I've mentioned that before. Hashtag more vegetables than a vegetarian is definitely a hashtag that yeah. paleo people use. Yeah, we. D- I, d- I know that I do. I definitely eat way more vegetables than most vegetarians do because at the end of the day, the, they, they, the majority of their diet consists of a lot of processed food. Yeah. Which, um, you know... Um, now, there are obviously the vegetarians that don't do that, that, that don't do the processed food, and they're fairly healthy... Um, there's still the consideration of losing out on really um, important nutrients. But if you're doing, this is my thought process around this, and I had this conversation with a girl last week, actually. Her her sister went vegan, so she was going to go vegan with her, and she's got all kinds of health issues or whatever. And I was like, are you doing it for ethical reasons, or are you doing it for health reasons? And she said, oh, for health. And I go, then don't, that, that's the last thing you should do. That's not ethically if that's you're all about that totally no more power to you whatever and then i just worry that you're not going to get all the essential vitamins and nutrients that you need especially omega-3s um but the big thing that um but for her i was like look come to the event i will give you a ticket because i i mean when i met her or whatever she was helping me with my phone just so y'all know (laughs) she and and i was like come to the event i'm i will give you a ticket and i will give you and your sister tickets to come and you'll check it out and you'll hear and you'll understand why that's not the right that's not the right diet if you have if this was for ethical reasons totally more power to you totally understand and i i completely have all the respect in the world for people that choose I could never do it because I know that I would be sick immediately. Yeah. I would not be, I would not do well. Um, and in fact, which somebody I'm super excited to hear her talk at Paleo FX this year, um, her name is Monica Hergraft and, or Hershaft, sorry. Um, I'm mixing two people's names together that I've been <laughs> dealing with in the last couple of weeks. Anyway, Monica Hershaft. Her father is Alex Hershaft. And if anybody looks him up, he's in Wikipedia. He's one of the largest, the biggest 
leaders in the vegetarian movement, and he's one of the biggest animal rights activists. He was um, a survivor of the Holocaust, and so he likened he likens the way we handle um, factory farming to Holocaust victims. And I, I totally believe I totally um, am in line with that. That I think that it's horrific the way that we do factory farming here, and that it should be abolished and it should be against the law. Um, but um, his daughter um, was deathly ill, almost died, and um, was only able to turn her, her health around by going into a paleo diet. Now she's a paleo nutritionist, and I think she's an RD. Anyway, she's going to be speaking about, um, you know, being a reluctant, you know, to go from vegan to, to paleo. But she, she tells a story about how, how that is. But honestly, almost every single one of the leaders in the paleo movement um, have were vegans be who vegan. almost died and saved themselves through, I mean, Chris Kresser, Chris Rob Presser. Wolf, Dallas Hartwig, all of these people were all um, vegans and got deathly ill and, and had to save their lives through paleo diet. And the thing is, is that there's, I think that, there's a lot of vegans that are healthy and fine and do 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 okay. It's just not for the it's not the norm for everybody. Yeah, yeah. No, I agree with that. I agree just with that. Trying to fly Oh yeah. Well, how are we how are we doing on time? We can end whenever you guys want. <laughs> yeah, I I love what y'all are doing. I love paleo, keto, biohacking. I don't know if I consider myself a biohacker. Would you consider myself a biohacker? Absolutely. You, you think so? You Dude, of course. Sure. Okay. I, I fall into that category. I didn't know if you had to be non-medical. Or you whatever. got an IV in me. I'm thinking yeah. you're definitely a okay. biohacker. I'm, I'm part of the tribe now, right? Yeah. I feel like I'm, I'm included here. No, I, I love everything that I'm going to hear mm-hmm. because you're going to learn something new. Mm-hmm. You have an amazing lineup. Right, the keynote obviously is cream of the crop, right? But then you have people like Greenfield, mm-hmm. JJ Virgin. Mm-hmm. I've heard her speak before. She's actually wonderful. Too. She's, yeah. she's amazing. Yeah, <laughs> she and I have been nice. joking around that we are we were besties in a past life because yeah. she and I are. I don't know what it is, but she and I just like clicked, and we cannot wait to see each other next week. We've never gotten to meet each other in person. We've only been on phone calls. We've only been on the internet. We've only done lives together. We've done all that kind of stuff. And she and I have been conversing for four years trying to get her to Pillow FX. And so I'm super excited about her coming. And um, anyway, she's she's a, oh my God, she's so funny. I she's cannot believe you haven't met her in person. I had to call her about something last week and she like, I was asking her these questions and she's just like talking about how excited she was for Paleo FX and she goes, Honestly, Allison, Michelle's my girl crush, so just anything that you guys want, I just want to help Paleo FX. And I would, she goes, don't tell Michelle that, though. And I said, first of all, I'm for sure going to tell Michelle that. <laughs> and second of all, I think it's a two-way street here. Yeah, no, it's totally a two-way street. She is totally my girl crush, and I'm super psyched about her coming, and um, cannot wait to, to actually get a chance to meet her in person. But yeah. she's um, she's awesome. But, um, yeah, we have amazing speakers Dennis McKenna is another one that I'm like yeah. super stoked to. Medicine, to yeah. yeah. Well, see, that's the thing. I, I, I'll be honest. I know the big names, right? Mm-hmm. And everyone else, I don't know everyone, right? Mm-hmm. But it's also, well, it's kind of nice because I might walk into a surprise. Yeah. Right? Yeah, like, it's I, like going to ACL. Well, you know, it's funny. Well, it's <laughs> like Ryan. Ryan, nobody knew who Ryan was yeah. until last year. And Ryan just like, 
we broke him out. Rhonda Patrick. Yeah, everybody knows who yeah. Rhonda Patrick is. Because of the she Logan she show. came to Paleo FX and suddenly everybody knew who she was there and she was on Joe Rogan. Yeah, no, I I see how it's a it's a platform for, you know, jumping off and making a name for yourself. I think uh, when you talk about like I'm not necessarily like a, a, a fan of them individually. I think I agree with them. I think it's more like a colleague, yeah. kind of like what you're saying. Yeah. But um, I'm, I'm just intrigued to see what they have to say, what they're going to bring to the table. But I will say, I did, uh, I really hit it off with Keith. I hope he still feels the same way. But Keith and I, we talked for a while, and uh, it was the kind of same thing. It was like, man, this guy gets it. Like, yeah. this is so cool. I'm glad to talk. And he told me more about what y'all are doing. I really had not looked into it. Allison's the one who was with PayFX, and I was just like, okay, cool. Like, eat meat, right? Yeah. And she's like, yeah, like, it's not just that. I'm like, well, what is it? She's like, dude, this is like big event every year. And like all these people come here. I said, oh, I know that person. I know that person. I'm like, cool. So when I told other friends who listen to all your podcasts and do all that stuff, you're going to get to meet them? Are you going to get to meet them? I'm like, oh, crap. He starts reading Greenfield's book. It's been sitting on our table for a while. I read half of it. And I was like, yeah, this guy knows his shit. Like, that's awesome. I set it down. I was like, he's awesome. I can't wait to talk to him. Paul was like, dude. And he did this, and he's talking about this, and he does these blood like restriction things on his mm-hmm. biceps and everything. I'm like, oh god, dude, maybe I gotta study up on this. Like, <laughs> you know what I'm talking with. So, so I know it, it's gonna be fun. You get to see all the, the the people they walk around, right? So the public gets to go actually interact with them, right? Yeah, you have book signings. Yeah. I was telling someone earlier today. My very first year, I went to Paleo FX as an attendee. I was a sophomore at UT. And I had like just started learning about paleo maybe six months prior to that. And I had totally geeked out on all these books. And I filled my backpack with as many books as I owned that I of people I knew that were gonna be at Paleo FX. And I like found them and got them to sign my yeah. books. And so it's so funny now, cause like I have to talk with them regularly on behalf of Paleo FX. And in the back of my head, I'm like, I definitely followed you around the expo floor to get you to sign this. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but that's hilarious. They're all super nice. They are there that's one of the things that i really love about our conference is how accessible our speakers make themselves to the people that are there but one of the things that i think people don't understand is that you know they work kind of in a silo they're kind of in this space by themselves all year round and you know occasionally get to go do things or whatever at at some events and what have you but for them paleo effects is this great opportunity for them to actually hear directly from the people that are their fans that follow them that they have changed their lives they get to hear how they changed their life yep and that is one of the biggest payoffs for a lot of them um, is that opportunity is to just hear from, you know, some mom that, you know, changed her whole family's life. Her kids were, you know, pre-diabetes and she was diabetic and she was headed for heart disease and all of these things. And now she crossfits and she is getting ready to be in a, you know, going to go do bodybuilding and, you know, be in a contest and what have just all of these things. And it's super awesome to watch sometimes when you see somebody really have this emotional experience with somebody that that changed their life there. It that's so cool. Well, it's cool on your end because you know that you host this event for the greater good of the community, right? Mm-hmm. This is a gift for the people. Yeah. It's not like it's your vision carried out through numerous people who joined into what you decided to yeah. do, right? Because it has to be done. This is a need. Yeah. Right? And so the influencers, I love that word because is gonna go out there and speak and he's gonna change someone's life. You're gonna run into someone and change someone's life. Baldo, Allison, every single person is gonna go there. It's it's good energy, I can imagine. Mm-hmm. You walk in the door, you feel it, and, oh, then, you and then you could probably just, just, I know it wraps up about 6.30, Sunday's like, what, 1.30 or whatever. Mm-hmm. I'm sure 
the energy towards the end, it's just so overwhelming because there's so much to do that you all, you probably do feel a little overwhelmed. I'm assuming, but oh yeah, but I, I'm glad to hear that. <laughs> For the, sure. I'm glad to hear that the speakers are like open to the idea of, of talking with everyone because they. I wouldn't say Mercola is like an idol to me, but I look up to him a lot because yeah. 10 years ago, I started on this journey because of reading articles that he did. Yeah. And I'll tell him that. I'm not a fan because you're rogue and you were correct about all stuff. I just said like you had the balls to go out and say, I'm not going to do it this way anymore. And yeah. I'm going to do it this way. Yeah. And then you change someone else's life. And I've told everyone here, I'm not going to make a difference mm-hmm. unless I go town to town speaking. I'm not going to do it because I'm located here in Westlake. But I say something to you. You share it, share someone else, and all of a sudden, change your life in New York. Yeah. Someone gave me your email one time, your newsletter. Mm-hmm. One little difference, like, helped my dad kick insulin. Yeah. I'm like, that's that's what it's all about. So, yeah. So I think the Paleo FX movement is here to stay. I think I think y'all are yeah. fine. Yeah, yeah we are. I'm curious to see what's going to be in store for the future. But, yeah. Um, anything else to share? No, we're yeah. yeah. All right. So for the people at home who don't know what the hell we're talking about, Paleo FX is a wonderful, wonderful... Uh, health and Wellness Expo, uh, can we say it's like the largest? It's the it largest paleo health and wellness event in the world, and it is almost it is one of the largest holistic events in the world. Yes, and we're very lucky to have Austin as the epicenter of this idea. And so if you do get a chance, I heard they're streaming it now. If you uh, don't get a chance. We are doing live stream of our keynote stage, which we have never done. Yeah. That's cool. That's already linked in the video. And then um, we have, uh, if you're in Austin, it's April 27th through the 29th. There's tons of different tickets available. I'll put those in the show notes. Yeah. And if you are an entrepreneur in the health and wellness space, you definitely want to come to Health Entrepreneur FX, which is the day before Paleo FX. And uh, the speakers at that event are amazing. It's going to be JJ Virgin, Dr. Mercola, Dr. Sarah Ballantyne. Jill Coleman, Mike Bledsoe, Alex Sharpin, Christina Wise, Shannon Granger, Hillary Bromberg, Jill Coleman. <laughs> and um, amazing people who have built incredible businesses in the health and wellness space. And they are going to tell you how to do it and how to next level yourself up. And did I mention Alex Sharpin will also yes. be there, my <laughs> business part, my business um, coach, yeah. who um, who has built amazing businesses for people. Um, they're all going to be there. Uh, David Gonzalez. I knew I was missing somebody. Um, and uh, it's, it's an excellent event. Um, so definitely... Definitely come to that. If you are a health entrepreneur, you're going to want to be involved in that. Oh, yeah. We're there. I mean, we're official sponsors. MSW will yeah. be giving shots there that day. Yes. So. yes. so if you want to get a nice tasty IV that mm-hmm. Michelle got here too, or, uh, brain, candy or brain candy shot, you can come and see us. Probably maybe we can do shots, just FYI. But, uh, but yeah, I'm, I'm, ex- I'm stoked. We have a whole team ready to go. Everyone's excited about it. Uh, we just had a meeting on it. Today. We just had a meeting on it. It's our first time, so we're first timers. So take it easy on us, Paleo. Oh, they're PaleoFX <laughs> virgins. That's Yay. Right. Yes. Yes. I love that. Awesome. Anyway. <laughs> well, Michelle, thank you so much for taking the time out of your busy schedule to come no here. Allison for setting this up. Baldo for just being the badass that he is. <laughs> and, uh, and y'all come and see us at PaleFX. Come see our booth, MSW Lounge. We'll be there all weekend long. And if you're in Austin, come stop by our clinic. What's your booth number? Oh, good question. I don't manage that, but they will also be in the VIP lounge on Saturday and Sunday giving some B12 shots. Yes. Okay, cool. That's so right. come see us. You, Bald and I kind of look alike, so just pull us aside and be like, hey, you're that guy. <laughs> I, can't, I can't remember which one you are, but you're that guy that was talking to Michelle. Like, yeah. That was <laughs> we're not yeah. brothers. Yeah, we're not brothers, but yes, yeah, so you can talk to either one of us. He, people think he's Jonathan, I'm Baldo, whatever. It doesn't matter. Just come talk to us, all right? Awesome.